in the morning. The original classic is probably the most talked about video release of all time. Faces of Death captures the many portraits of death close up, sure to shock, horrify, and even repulse. Those who dare view this brutal film must do so at their own risk. Highlights include a vicious pit bull fight, cute baby seals being clubbed to death, a monkey's skull being cracked open, a man setting himself on fire, an electrocution, San Francisco cult weirdos munching on human internal organs, a suicidal jumper taking his final leap, a visit to a slaughterhouse, a man being mangled by an alligator, and a visit to an autopsy room. I'm Corey. And I'm Paul. And we are the, the B-Movie, B-Movie Bros. Bros. Here are you B-Movies to the best of our ability. Sometimes we get off topic, but randomness is a gift. So, we put it off as long as we could. It's May. we got to get this place cleaned up. So it is spring cleaning month. We're seeing what kind of movies we find laying around that we just haven't had time to watch. And our first film this month happens to be the 1978 video nasty Faces of Death. On VHS, no less. Because death comes for all of us eventually. So, you heard what the back of the box had to say from Gorgon Video Release. Let's dive right into this shit with our technical difficulties top and bottom three. How should we venture first? Let's start with the top first. Okay. So, I found a couple things good about this movie. For me, number three. This movie had a surprise ending. Not the ending itself, but the fact that the ending happened at 72 minutes. When the box clearly states 105 minutes, I was very happy that they gifted us with an early ending, because if I had to sit through more of this movie, I may have ended up in the next Faces of Death. Yeah, well, the guy at the end who gets mauled by a bear had an early ending as well, so I guess it was fitting. Number two. There are a good number of segments in this film which are fairly short and really help it feel like it's going at a good pace. I mean, there's, you know, the beheading in the desert and various other short things. Then number one, this movie holds a legendary status for being brutal and full of quote-unquote real deaths. Knowing the time period it was created and the other things produced at the time, as well as like the graininess of this film, I agree with the historical status that it received. I I find no reason that it shouldn't be held among the most brutal of all time, just based on when it was made and how shocking it was for the time. All right, number three, this movie is very well narrated. It takes you through a series of scenes depicting the deaths of both animals and humans as the narrator discusses each scene in this cold, clinical manner. It's truly a clinical study of death itself, and It was as disturbing as it was fascinating. Number two, I can't deny this movie's infamous um, status as one of the most controversial movies ever made, being banned in 46 countries and all that. You know, when you advertise yourself as showing real portrayals of death and it's, you know, not complete bullshit, people are going to notice and they're going to have opinions on it. So good for this movie for getting the word out. And number one, the ending in this movie was just phenomenal. I know some of these scenes are are real while others are fake. However, for a good portion of them, I had no idea that they were fake and just kind of assumed that everything was real until proven otherwise. It mixes real footage with special effects and carefully cuts away at certain times to make it kind of difficult to tell tell what was 
what was real and what wasn't. Though to be honest, after watching the film and knowing which scenes, at least some of them, which were fake, and considering that, you know, we've seen a lot of films with uh, gore and everything, it's not as it's not as convincing as it had been in the seventies. And the fact that we watched on VHS with all the like shitty quality definitely helped it seem more realistic. I'm sure if we watched it in high definition, it'd be really obvious which scenes were fake and which ones weren't. On to the bottom we go. For me, number three. The voice modulator of the assassin in the one segment renders him utterly incomprehensible. It's like listening to the fucking adults in the Charlie Brown cartoons go except it's actually something that seems like it's vitally important to that segment because it's all about this interview with him and you can't understand what he says. Is there anything really important in this movie other than, you know, death? Number two, some of the segments are dull and very slow moving. The biggest culprits of this being the medical examiner segment and the death row segment. Of course, until, you know, you get to the end of the death row segment and he gets electrocuted in the uh, the electric chair. That's pretty cool. Spoiler, he dies. Yeah, spoiler. People die in this movie. Who would have fucking guessed? Did it say that on the back of the box? Death row? Yeah, an electrocution. There you go. The box spoiled it, not me. Number one. The narrator, to me, is just so damn boring and monotonous. His incessant talking ruins even the most brutal and entertaining of scenes. I'm just like, shut the fuck up and let this guy get bald by a bear. You know, stop talking and let the police, you know, shoot this guy in the face. Oh, somebody's jumping out the window. I didn't need you to tell me that. I can see it. He was definitely uh, clinical and um, to the and uh, had a very colorful way of uh, talking about things. All right, number three. This movie is very nihilistic in the way it just it really makes no distinction between the deaths of an animal such as a cow or sheep in a slaughterhouse and a human being killed by an alligator. I get that the point of this film was to portray all manner of death as equal and as uncensored as possible, to observe death as a concept rather than as an individual experience. However, at times it came off as a bit too detached and clinical and it was a little seemed a bit disrespectful to some of the people that died. Number two, it's weird to say that a movie that features real portrayals of death is kind of boring, but since death is literally the main focus of the film, there really isn't a whole lot going on. It's essentially a documentary, allegedly, about death, but after you see a few corpses being skinned and, you know, cows getting their throats slit, it starts to lose its impact. Maybe that's just me. And number one, I'm not entirely sure about how I feel about this movie overall. It's advertised as showing real scenes of humans and animals dying, and there are legitimate scenes of people and animals dying. However, a good portion of the scenes are actually faked. While I'm relieved that some of the more disturbing scenes, such as the dog fight, the monkey restaurant and the cult were actually the result of creative editing and cutting. It seems kind of deceitful to be advertising it as real portrayals of death when some of them are faked. As I said before, 
it was a clever marketing idea, but still deceitful nonetheless. Well, since this uh, docu-thology, I guess it's a document anthology. Mock-you-docu-mythology. Doesn't anthology. really have, like, great dialogue or riveting in any way. We're going to forego the quote war this week. But since it is an anthology, we're going to give you our favorite and least favorite segment of the movie. How about we do our favorites first, Paul? What was your favorite? I'm going to go with the cult scene because blood orgy. Also, it was fake, so, you know, I don't have to feel bad about watching it. I mean, for me, my favorite had to be the shootout. I mean, there were guns going off. You know, the SWAT team was using all kinds of, like, tactics. There was, like, there was no mercy on the, the guy when he came out of the house. And then, you know, it actually kind of felt realistic. I don't know if it was a real or a fake scene, but... I, I like, hope it was fake. I feel like a news crew would actually act that way during a shootout in the 70s. And, um, you know, then they go into the house and they find more bodies of, you know, people that were murdered. Like, it just... It, it was the fast, to me, fastest moving um, segment of the movie. And that one just that one kind of depressed me because it's a guy who kills his family and uh, it's just such a sad topic. I it was interesting, but I I just didn't like the subject. For me, uh, my least favorite segment was the medical examiner. I mean, it just brought nothing new to the film. It, the entire opening of the film was a person doing an autopsy. So it was just a drawn out and over explained version of the opening of the film set in the middle of the film. Yeah, that kind of... Well, I kind of liked that one because it was just a very plain showing of death. You don't know how those people died. It was just... It was a good transition, I thought. My least favorite was the monkey restaurant, which, thank God, was fake. Oh, God, it's... These people go to this restaurant in, I forget what country, but they strap this monkey down they have his head protruding from a table and they just beat him with hammers like like looking back on it like the first time i watched this i i thought everything in this was real because it's how it was um sold to me but like looking back you can see okay they kind of they 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 cut away when like ever they're really attacking the monkey but and, and then it's, now, su- it's such a nauseating idea and then when you like watch closely whenever they're actually like scooping the brains out of the monkey it's literally like a stretch armstrong doll with like hair glued onto it and shit i mean it it's a monkey version of a stretch armstrong doll but nonetheless it's like that same like stretchy goopy material stretch curious george <laughs> yeah that one uh, like at least the at least with the seals, um, the clubbing of the seals, which um, was probably real. That was done for a reason other than, you know, we want to eat monkeys' brains. Uh, which, again, it turned out to be fake, which is nice. But when, when I first watched it, I just remember being incredibly repulsed by that. So if you have a favorite or least favorite segment of this movie or anything else you'd like to say about it, please leave it in the comments below. Or if you just want to call us sick fucks for watching this movie in the first place. I mean, I bake cookies during Cannibal Holocaust, so... I actually first watched part of this movie on Christmas Day while eating Christmas cookies, because, you know, that's one way to celebrate Christmas. <laughs> well, I think it's time for our final take, friends. Let's give this film our final take. Remember, our final take is a score on our shot scale. Our shot scale is a reverse scale, 1 to 10, 1 being the best, 10 being the worst. How many shots do you get need to get through this film? I gave it a modest 6 out of 10. I also gave it a 6 out of 10. 
Legendary status is one of the true video nasties aside. This movie is like a cheese grater sliding up and down my calf. In one motion, it feels cool and kind of massage-like. And then in the next, it's tearing away my flesh in a flash of agony. Some scenes are quick, gory, and fun to watch. Whereas others drag on for way too long, or just hard to watch in general. The special effects are great for the day, and it's easy to see why so many people believe this to be a real depiction of death. Some scenes, in fact, had real death, but many others were staged and would easily be found out in today's high-definition realm if the same techniques were used. It is an important film in the history of violence and gore, so if you're a fan of that and have an opportunity to see it, I say check it out. But honestly, I wouldn't hunt down a copy of it or pay a ridiculous price because it's just not worth it. Faces of Death is one of the most divisive and controversial films ever made, and I'm personally conflicted over how I feel about it. On the one hand, there are legitimate scenes of both animals and humans experiencing death in various ways. While debatably exploitative, the film did manage to blend these scenes together with special effects and creative uses of music into a shocking exploration of death itself. Conversely, several of the more shocking scenes, particularly the cult, the monkey restaurant, and the dog fight, were almost entirely manufactured, which arguably undermines the stated goal of the entire film. I can respect a film that explores taboo subjects, and I can certainly appreciate a bit of gore here and there. It also can't be denied that the gimmick of real close-up portraits of death succeeded in making this film infamous to the point of, of being banned in 46 countries. However, there's a fine line between exploration and exploitation, and considering how deceitful this film was advertised, I honestly can't say I'm particularly um, in favor of that of this. So, while I'm glad I watched it, I I don't know if I approve of it in general due to the fact that due to the deceit nature of the scenes that were faked and the arguably exploitative nature of the scenes that weren't faked. Well, in case you want to forget about this movie, we can always tell our friends how to drink away the splick. Drink away the splick. So come on and grab your drink. Let's drink away the splick. Bum, 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 bum. We'll give some drinking games for this movie, but remember, friends, drink responsibly. Number one, every time a new segment starts, take a drink. Number two, every time someone other than the narrator is speaking, take a drink. Number three, whenever someone is participating in a celebration, take a drink. Number four, anytime something dies take a drink. And number five, of course, because it's spring cleaning month, every time something looks like it needs cleaned up, take a drink. Every time the narrator gets all existential, take a drink. Every time a person or animal is skinned or has its throat slit, take a drink. Every time a scene is fake, take a drink. And every time a scene is real, take a drink. And those are your ways to drink away the split. If you have any thoughts about this movie or anything else B-Movie related, you can leave us a comment on either iTunes or SoundCloud. You can also email us at bmoviebros like us on Facebook at facebook.com dash bmoviebros, follow us on Twitter at bmoviebros, or my personal Twitter at bmoviepaul. You can check out all our other contents, including reviews, interviews, and chats on our website bmoviebros.com, where we have new shows each week. If you want to help support the show, consider donating to our PayPal or Patreon accounts. Links provided below. All right, so let's see, uh, what do we have in this pile over here? Um... Ooh, Mean Girls 2? Nah, 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 we're not doing that one. Uh, Jaws, Just throw it in the trash. Jaws 5? Keep going. Um, ooh, this looks like LeVar Burton, The Midnight Hour? What the fuck is this? It must be some kind of um, Star Trek-related uh, film. 
Well, it says 1985 on it. I say we go for it. I've got a good feeling about this one. So next time, friends, the Midnight Hour from 1985 on VHS. Until then, be brave, be alive, and be back for more.